The COVID-19 pandemic impacting more children every day around the world. I have kids in hospital right now as we talk that I'm treating for active COVID-19. Now, with more than one million kids across this country getting their first shot of a COVID-19 vaccine, doctors say it's a trend that has to continue. Transparent studies have shown the vaccine is safe for kids. Vaccine hesitancy, a big factor for parents, has pediatricians working overtime. Don't be shy. Ask the questions you've got. Um, and in all transparency and honesty, I will answer those questions. This is a KOLD News 13 original podcast, Conquering COVID. I'm Andrew Capasso with KOLD News 13. Welcome to this edition of Conquering COVID. Today, we're looking at kids and vaccines. Pfizer's vaccine for children 5 through 11 readily available now. Moderna's vaccine may not be too far behind. Lots of questions from parents about the impact of the vaccine on their kids. Questions even fully vaccinated parents are asking. My guest today is Dr. Sean Elliott. He's a pediatrician and professor emeritus at the U of A College of Medicine. It is wonderful to be here. Thanks for bringing me in. Nice to see you again. So let's yeah. talk about kids and vaccines. This is something a lot of parents have been waiting for. Some though not so much as we know. There are several studies showing only a quarter of parents want to go get their kids vaccinated right away. Uh, what's your reaction to that? The studies have shown that uh, and in some parts of the country it's more like 30 percent of parents want the kids vaccinated. Um, and on the other half of that, the, the 30 percent that no way Jose, we understand but there, there's a movable middle of around 40% of parents who are on the fence. Like, let's see how it goes. Let me see how others do, and then I'll consider it. So um, I think there's actually potential to get to that 70% vaccine target that we reached with adults, but it's going to take some time. A lot of people are about that. Let's see what happens kind of in the middle thing. We saw this with adults, right, when the vaccine yeah. came out in the early part of this year. What do you tell the people that are like, let's see what happens? First of all, and I, and I need to be very clear about this, it is very reasonable to have questions, right? Um, it, it is a newer product that the whole pandemic has, has thrown all of us for a loop. I get it. Um, however, there, there is urgency to move forward with vaccinating the kids as we did with the adults. And, and the reasons are several. Number one, kids do get sick. Thankfully, not frequently and thankfully not severely, but some do and some are in hospital right now as, as we talk. Um, and, and so it's important to prevent that potential. But also kids are now with this Delta variant far more likely to be contagious to family members, to, to even vaccinated older family members, grandma, grandpa, somebody at home who might get sick a lot more readily. So the only way to protect the family is to get the kids vaccinated. And then finally, kids age five to 11 are a persisting, what we call a niche, a, a, a persistence of virus that we will not get through this pandemic. We will keep wearing these masks until we can get everyone vaccinated and get through this thing already. So, so those who want to wait, I get it, but we're all kind of waiting on you to help us get through this pandemic. So do the right thing, you know, <laughs> take, take the hit for society. We were talking before we began here, we're seeing a spike, the spike two, 3,000 cases a day in Arizona, one of the highest daily case count, new daily case counts in the country. And a, a, a number of these are kids. That's correct. I, I have kids in hospital right now as, as we talk that I'm treating for active COVID-19 and for complications of COVID-19. And that's the other part. There's this multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children, MISC. 
Which, folks, this is no joke. Uh, it is dangerous. It's deadly. Uh, we have lost patients with this. Uh, you do not want your kids exposed to COVID and therefore exposed to MISC. Getting kids vaccinated. Understandably, parents have questions and concerns. I mean, getting parents vaccinated is one thing. Kids, their parents getting their kids vaccinated, a completely different, a completely different thing. For parents on the fence, I assume you've, you've spoken with some. What do you tell them? Well, I mean, the, the, the first thing is, um, even if they're not my patients, I encourage them to ask those questions of their pediatrician or, or wh whoever's caring for their kids. I mean, don't, don't be shy. Ask the questions you've got. Um, and in all transparency and honesty, I will answer those questions. That's part one. Part two is vaccine safety. Yeah, this vaccine has been tested extensively in adults, in young adults, and now in kids very rigorously. If anything, some of us feel a little bit too rigorously because it took a while to get formal approval by emergency use authorization. But, you know, quite honestly, that did the right thing. Transparent studies have shown the vaccine is safe for kids. And finally, it works. In fact, it works as well, if not better, than it, it has and does for adults. So ask the questions if you got them, but be reassured that, that there's a whole bunch of very smart people checking to make sure this vaccine is okay for kids. Misinformation is an issue here. We, we continue to see it with the adults. One concern is impacting kids' fertility down the road. Um, <laughs> that has been proven false. Many of the theories that would prevent someone from getting a vaccine for their child has been proven false. Um, the side effects that we're seeing in kids, much like we see in adults, the, the, the sore arm and, and yep. anything that goes away pretty quickly. How do you combat the misinformation? Well, again, we have to be very clear about, you know, where's their source uh, and, and hopefully helping that person understand that their source may not have their best interest at heart. Um, there, there is indeed fake news available via social media a lot of which, believe it or not, is being created by automated web bots. These are not even human beings. They're programs created to fool us into putting ourselves at risk. You got to imagine somebody's trying to ax me by giving me false information. They're not my friend. So we, we try and at least find out where that, that source of information is coming from and then address it at its root and then provide the real stuff. You know, this is data which is published peer-reviewed, meaning that a whole bunch of smart scientists looked at it, made sure it's not fake, uh, and, and then was okay to be published. So provide the right stuff and, and, and take down the bad stuff. As someone who's been in this for a while, dealing with this pandemic and, and help, uh, with these vaccines, how dangerous is that misinformation? Yeah, it, it's very dangerous. And in fact, the reason we're still here today wearing masks and seeing people die from COVID-19 is I think a direct result of that misinformation. So whoever put that out there is trying to take out the United States of America. I, I do believe that. Um, so so I, I, you know, I think we have to be very clear about, you know, misinformation is a deadly harm to people who are at risk for bad disease. Right now, uh, kids basically five and up, five through 12, 12 to 18, yeah. and then adults can get vaccinated. There's still that small segment of the population. I've got one here at home, a two-year-old, that can't get vaccinated yet. Uh, but as more adults get vaccinated and more kids above five get vaccinated, what can families with those younger kids do still? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, obviously, we all want vaccines for everybody, but, but that's not a reality 
yet. So, so, so those of us who are vaccinated um, can still be exposed. And so in, in a close social situation, school, work, um, sporting event gyms, it's still to be cautious to, to, to wear the masks just to try and protect, you know, protect ourselves from bringing the virus home to those innocents at home that cannot yet get vaccinated. You, you touched on this briefly. Um, as more kids five and up get vaccinated, what does this vaccine for those kids do when you're talking about the pandemic and the length of this pandemic? Yeah, um, so I think that the vaccine for kids uh, takes, you know, protects yet another segment, large segment of the population um, from being at risk for getting the infection, but also furthering it or transmitting it to, to others. Um, so so j just as with any sort of action, you have to take care of all the possible threats. Well, kids 5 to 11 are, are you know, a threat uh, to others if they get infected, and, and of course, the threat to their own health. So th this vaccine is huge to try and close yet one more door on the virus's ability to stay active in the world and to make new mutants. Are we looking at the end of the pandemic with, with this segment getting vaccinated? Oh, I surely hope so. I, I think we have to do a better job of vaccinating all the others as well. We're, we're still hitting right around 70% in some populations and no better than 50% in others. So we, 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 have, we have some work to do to get adults and especially young adults vaccinated before we can start to look for the end of the pandemic. And one more I have for you, just talk with parents on the fence talking to their, their pediatrician, um, the, the, the importance of that. Yeah, um, the pediatrician, of course, um, very appropriately wants to focus on the health of their patient, of the child in front of them. Um, but I think all of us are strongly motivated by, by societal good. We all do better when we all do better. So, so the more people we can get protected with vaccine, I think the safer we'll all be, and, and certainly the safer we'll all feel. All right, Dr. Sean Elliott, a Professor Emeritus at the University of Arizona College of Medicine. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much as well, and thank you for your good work. My thanks to Dr. Elliott. Next time, breakthrough cases. We're hearing about them more and more as this pandemic continues. What does that mean for people who are fully vaccinated and getting boosters? And is COVID-19 something we'll eventually just all need to learn to live with? Join us again for Conquering COVID, a KOLD News 13 original podcast. I'm Andrew Capasso.